there are many divisions among us. We have political divisions, we have racial divisions, and we have pandemic divisions. We hear a lot in our culture about all of the different things that we disagree on and we're divided on. And so rather than focus on our divisions, Chapel Roswell wants to focus on diversity. We honor opinions and we honor stories and we honor differences. And so I invite you into a conversation today about diversity. And in thinking about divisions versus diversity, I have been pondering a certain scripture. It comes from Galatians. It's in the New Testament chapter three. You can read the whole chapter for the whole context, but I'm gonna read to you just the last few verses. It says this, there is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. And so that's how we begin today's conversation about diversity, honoring the good and honoring the differences and honoring our local community. With me, we have Hilma Cantu to begin that conversation. I'm so excited to introduce you to Hilma. Uh, Hilma has been in our community for a long time and now she's a part of our church staff community. And so what a wonderful time to be together. Today is Wednesday, October 14th, and I give you that date because tomorrow ends our Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, and so we're taking this opportunity to really think about our Hispanic community right here in Roswell and all that they offer um, and all that we do together um, as a community of Roswell and also our faith community. So thank you so much for being with us. The day before our last heritage, uh, Hispanic Heritage Month. Thank you, Marion. Thank you for having me here. So if you don't mind, I would love to start with just talking about Hispanic Heritage Month. What is this and how you normally celebrate this in a non-pandemic way with kids? This is a, a month that we celebrate different um, countries, Hispanic countries. And um, usually at the school, I used to work at Bikri Mill, and we had a big celebration. Like um, we invited um, moms and parents that bring food and provide for the for the teachers. So we had a really we usually bring dancers and uh, people who sing. It, it was a big celebration in the school. So yeah, this year we couldn't do anything, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we for the whole month we celebrate in different ways um, the Hispanic Heritage Month. And so tell us a little bit, Hilma. How did you come to Roswell? How did you, when did you come and tell us your story about being here? Okay, I came to the United States in uh, 2000, 20 years ago, uh, with no English, with no, like, uh, just starting over <laughs> my life with my son. He was uh, four years old at that time. And uh, so we started the process and immigration and everything. So uh, we were able to go back to see our family after 14 years. So I didn't see my parents or all my family for all those, those years. And my son came back to Colombia when he was 18 years old. 
But um, we're so grateful to be here. We're so grateful for this country because we, we feel safe. We, see, we feel that uh, we have really good opportunities. And my son have grown up here, and it's, it's, a, it's really good for us. So and we started uh, congregating in a church and uh, serving here and there. And just, um, you know, it, it was a different life, but it was really, really good. So that was, that's my story. And um, like 15 years ago, I had the opportunity to start working for Fulton County Schools. And my first job was at Norwood Elementary School here in Roswell. So after that, I worked to, in different um, schools around the around Roswell area. So that gave me the opportunity to to meet a lot of parents. Um, my position it was a bilingual community liaison. So I was the liaison between the school and the community. So I, I, it was an amazing job. I love it. <laughs> For all of those years, I was working, um, you know, walking the extra mile with, uh, with people. And uh, not just my job description, but uh, really serving the community. So I really fell in love. The, in the serving and working with the community. So um, uh, when they opened uh, the new school here in Alfareda Highway, the principal asked me to come to work for the school. And mm -hmm. um, so we start working and looking for different opportunities for helping the community. So yeah, but I have been working with the community for like the, for the 20 years that I have yeah. been here. <laughs> Since you got here. <laughs> Since you came into United States, you've been working for other people. I can, I know that about you. And I can't imagine leaving Columbia or leaving home for 14 years. So that's yeah. that's a lot for your son. Yeah, it was it was really hard to to leave my parents and yeah. my sisters, and uh, it was really hard for 14 years. Don't been able to see them, but. Um, but we had to wait for the process. We get the political asylum here. So the process is longer, like it's long until we get the residence and then we get the uh, citizenship. So until we get the citizenship, we're, we're able to go back to the country. So it's, it's just, um, you know, obeying the rules <laughs> and do the right thing. Uh, but uh, but it, was, it has been really good to be able to go to see my parents every year. And that has been a huge blessing, yeah. Tell us a little bit about your son and raising your son here. Ah, oh, my son is a miracle from God. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, he, when, we, when we came here, we started um, in, a church, in a small church. So I was like a literally the Sunday school teacher, the teacher for everything, the, the women teacher. The, so I was teaching in different ways. And it was a Hispanic church, of, of course. And uh, so my son grew up uh, seeing me every Sunday as a teacher, teaching him the Bible. We were reading the Bible every night. So he grew up in, you know, in knowing God. But mm -hmm. he, when he became to be a teenager, it was really hard. He started walking away from God. So I started praying for him. And just um, when I, I sent him to a summer camp. Christian summer camp and, and God made a miracle in his life. He came back from that camp like another child. <laughs> oh. So he was 14 years old when that happened and it was totally a new life for him. And so that gave me, you know, the fire in my heart to, to take more kids to that camp. So every year I have been taking more and more kids from the Roswell area. So last year we took 120 kids uh, to, to have this experience, to experience God for a week. And some of them, they received the Lord during that week and, and come back home. And so my work for the year is to follow up with them and the families and helping them how to, to grow in their relationship with God. To know you, Hilma, is to know your heart. Like your heart goes before you 
whenever anyone meets you or gets to know you, you're just, you have such a love of student and a love of the community. And so on behalf of all those hundreds and hundreds of kids you've taken to camp, thank you for just the investment that you have in their lives. It makes a huge difference. So tell me a bit now about, um, you mentioned Vickery Mill. You were at Vickery Mill when it started. And so tell me a little bit about what you did there. When I came to, to work at the school, um, with the principal, we started looking for an after-school program. Mm -hmm. So we made the connection with Roswell United Methodist through Pastor Nancy. Mm -hmm. She was she did an awesome job. So we Amazing. started uh, looking for uh, volunteers. So we had a lot of volunteers from Roswell. And we start the program was uh, amazing. It just we I have volunteers that they start working from the first day, and they still working with with us. So it's, it's just yeah, yeah. We have a wonderful people here in, in, four in the years church. Now. Yeah, four years. Yes, yes. So last this last last year, that is that last school year, Action Ministry School will continue uh, doing the program at the school. So we with the volunteers we made through Zoom because you know, the time now, uh, we were talking like, uh, what are we going to do? We have to continue helping these kids. So we start talking about creating a virtual program. So that's why Mighty Mentes born, like I was born. <laughs> so we created everything from zero, like uh, creating new rules and new, you know, policies and everything. But um, it, it has been working really good. We started two months ago. Mm -hmm. well, so it's, it's with the supporting of, um, I'm sorry, with the support of um, Roswell United Methodist, and uh, has been really amazing. They have um, the, the the tutors has 30 minutes twice a week right. with the students through Zoom, and uh, they're supporting the, the students in the afternoons. And it's, it has been working really, really, really good. Talk to us a little bit too about the needs of our Hispanic community right here in Roswell. Um, what are the kids going through? Uh, what are their What are their needs the most? What are their concerns? Um, I, you know, having seen different things during all of these years, um, I think, and I have been focused for all of these years in education, educate the parents. Sometimes they don't know how to um, teach the ki their kids um, to project them to, to go to college in the future. Even though they are little, they need to learn that, um, that it's important, education is important. Mm -hmm. So in my country, it's so important. Like in my country, it's not an option. You have to go to college. <laughs> so uh, here, that with the community, that's, that's the biggest thing. Like uh, just to teach our children since they are little to go to, to, to think about college. And um, just different, different needs, but I think the most, the biggest need is like uh, when they are little to make that foundation in reading and math, and because the parents don't have the language, it's really hard for them. Most of our kids are from uh, Hispanic, so, but, um, so just serving them in different ways. Now we're creating a, a parent university here yeah. at the church. Um, we're gonna have some different workshops. Um, helping them in different areas. Just an ad, like a, we're gonna have workshops about discipline, how to discipline your child, uh, how to um, make your child, child go to college, or um, just giving them tools to be able to educate their kids at home mm -hmm. in different ways. So that's, that's what we're doing. And here on campus, it is so nice to know that our campus is a part of that initiative to do the parent university and to, do, to be able to host Mighty Mentes and um, to start to integrate other ministries as well. 
I have a wonderful image of a Monday night. It was one of our feeding ministries. And there are these, you were there, you know, these cars coming through to visit and to um, be able to get food and groceries. And there was this little girl, I'll never forget her little head. She just popped out of the minivan and started um, trying to get the attention of one of the volunteers. And teacher, teacher, um, and this probably second grade, beautiful second grade girl was trying to get the attention of one of our volunteers. And it says about the relationships that are being made. That, that is really what's so important. The connection here is the relationships that are being made from person to person. Yeah, and with the wonderful volunteers, they're really taking care of the kids. They're really getting involved. Like, yeah, they're, all the time they're asking me what do they need. So it's just, uh, the response is like immediately. When we need something for one family, it's just, uh, they're, they're ready to help. So yeah, this is, it's amazing how the program has been uh, working. It's really amazing. And it's such a great example too of just um, neighbors, mm -hmm. being community together, um, being neighbors together and um, loving God through loving each other and our neighbor. Um, thinking about scripture and your story, to talk to you, there's never been a conversation the two of us have had where you have not talked about God as the lead and God directing you and some scripture that's been resonating with you. So when you think about your time here in the United States or even your time with the students or Mighty Mentes, is there a scripture specifically that, um, that's been your guide or your, your foundation? One thing that I really um, care is like uh, God is asking us to make disciples uh, all, uh, everywhere, all nations, for all nations. And um, that's a big call for me. I, I think my call in life is just to serve them, serve everybody, serve uh, people, and um, love the community and love the others. So um, I think now, because we have the opportunity to work from the church with these families, it's a different kind of, uh, you know, <laughs> scenario <laughs> because we can, we are able to bring Bibles to their homes, to uh, talk with them. And what we did uh, a few weeks ago is to give a Bible for par for the parents and give a Bible for each student uh, from, from Mighty Mentors. So with uh, pet ministries, now they're reading the Bible when they have the time to read in with the dogs on through Zoom. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, that program is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they can read Bible stories. So that's, a, that's, that's really a big thing for me. Like mm -hmm. I just, just to teach the word of God to the kids, teach the word of God to the parents. So Wednesdays nights, uh, I have a, a class through Zoom, a disciple class uh, in Spanish with the mm -hmm. parents. So I invite the parents to, to connect and we're reading uh, the Bible. We're talking about the Bible. It's just, it's, it's to be able to talk with them and disciple them. Oh my goodness, that's a blessing. So yeah, that's, that's my, it's just there are a lot of birds that I have in my mind, but it's just uh, serving God and make disciples. It's, it's a big thing for me. If you were in school and if you were able to have your Hispanic Heritage Month and really celebrate, um, countries that were liberated, that were celebrating, what kind of food would you eat? Oh yeah, we, we used to have uh, the, the day celebrating the Hispanic Heritage. Uh, um, they bring different food and homemade tortillas and all of the food, it was like homemade. So the teachers would love that, those, those <laughs> days because it was a really good food. And uh, 
always with a really good uh, Colombian cup of coffee. <laughs> I will take that right now. Let's have yeah. coffee and homemade tortillas right now. That would be delicious. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, this probably isn't a good thing to ask, but what? Give us your top three restaurants. Wow. Top three places you're gonna go. Oh my goodness! I, I love El Porton. That is close by from the church. Uh, from Colombia, it's a really good restaurant in Lawrenceville. That is. Uh, that's Delicias de la Abuela, that's in Spanish. But it's really good, the, the, the food in there is really, really good. And Puerto Rican, there are, no, uh, Costa Rica, there are another ones in Marietta, but I don't remember the names. But there are different kind around here that uh, Mr. Taco, they get a first um, prize because yeah. it's a really good um, food. It's a, like a homemade food. So yeah, Mexican restaurants are really good around here. Do you have something that you eat that just takes you right back home? Um, my son always say that uh, what I cook at home because <laughs> I cook Colombian food. So yeah, I'm trying to learn with my mom on the phone to cook like a recipes that I love and, and she, she's, she's the best cook in life. Oh. So she's teaching me on the phone. Tell us a little bit about some things that just remind you of home. It's the way that I make the coffee in the morning because I put Colombian coffee, of course, but I put cinnamon in <clears throat> panela, that is like a, I don't know how to say panela in English, but a, like a pilon for people in Mexico. But uh, I put two, the two things in, in the coffee and the smell is so good. Mm -hmm. And that's the way that they made uh, the, the coffee in, Col in the small towns in Colombia. So like, a, you know, every morning, like a, having really cup, cup, cup of coffee from Colombia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what about worship? Are, um, when I think about worship, um, I have certain things I think about and certain elements. When you think about worship, and in particular, um, thinking about Hispanic heritage worship, what do you think about? I think the worship time is the most important time that you're giving to God. So that's, that's so important. When you go, um, I had the opportunity to go to uh, Hispanic churches and, and American churches. And um, I think the worship is the pen of your heart. <laughs> it's just like uh, if you uh, listen in, in your language, maybe it's gonna be like a, the Bible. I'd read the Bible in Spanish because it's easier for me to understand. So I think um, most of the people that come like uh, our Hispanic church here, in, this, in the church is, uh, is easier for them to worship God because it's in their own language. And um, so it's, 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 it's good uh, when you have two languages in different ways, but uh, when you worship God in your language, it's totally different. You can go deeper. Mm. So it's, it's good, yeah. It's a blessing to be a part of a community and a campus and a worship environment that's gonna make sure that we provide um, worship for all. I think that's important. So no matter um, how you worship and who you are, that you can find a place. Mm -hmm. And um, it's such a, I think it's important to have that native language of worship that you talked about. Mm -hmm. So I feel very blessed to be a part of a campus that has that. And to just to, um, think about that we're able to provide tutoring and education f for students. Mm -hmm. um, to feel like this is home and to make this um, you know, just to be in it together. Yeah. yeah, especially, you know, when, when, the, when our community, when the 
people don't have the language, the barrier is yeah. big. But uh, I can see when uh, when we talk with uh, people on the, the the cars line on Mondays, when you talk to them in Spanish, they're like, okay, I can talk. <laughs> so they start talking to you. <laughs> so you, you make a, a connection with them. I want to thank you, Chapel Roswell, for being a part of this conversation with us. This is a part of our B series. You may have noticed that these past few months, we have pop-up series called B. You can look on demand and you can see all of the different stories that we've been collecting through our B series. And so today we honor Be Diverse. So we celebrated that diversity. And in that spirit, to end our time today, I am going to repeat the scripture that I began with from Galatians. I'm going to read here from my Bible and Hilma's going to read from her Spanish Bible on her phone because she's a lot more tech savvy than I am today. Uh, and so I will read it in English and then we'll hear it in Spanish. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. No hay judío ni griego, no hay esclavo ni libre, no hay hombre ni mujer, porque todos sois uno en Cristo Jesús. Let us pray together. Gracious and holy Lord, no matter what language we call upon you, we call upon you together. And so hear all of us in our native tongue and hear all of us in our native self. May you continue to show us ways that we are different and we are good. Pour out your spirit, Lord, on this community and whatever community we're a part of, no matter where we are listening to this moment, whether we're in the United States or Colombia or wherever in the world we may be, may you pour out your spirit on our home community. And may you use that spirit to continue to connect us in your work and in your love and in your grace and give to us a renewed commitment to open our eyes and see people in a new way, to open our ears and hear languages and words in new ways. And Lord, may we open up our hearts so that we may serve you in different ways. Lord, continue to help us be a part of the foundation of education and foundation of love for every child in this world. And may you use us in whatever way you need to, to make sure that every child is protected and safe. Use us as your ambassador so that no one is hungry and no one is homeless and no one feels like they don't belong. May you use us as a place of home and of heritage and of celebration. We ask, Lord, that you be a part of whatever it is happening in our lives this week. Whatever it is that worries us, whatever anxieties we may have, may you be a part of it. And may you show us the things to concentrate on and show us the other things just to shake away for a moment. And Lord, too, be in all of our celebrations and things that are good that are happening this week. May you be in our lives showing us everyday um, new beginnings and new ways of worship and new ways of family and new ways of friends.
Lord, too, I know that there are upcoming weddings and marriages a part of the community of chapel. And so I ask that you give special blessings on those this day and this week. For all of that, we ask in the name of your son. Amen. I invite you to respond to our B series by your giving. I invite you to give your time and your thoughts to our tutoring program, to my neighbor's pantry. Maybe it is that God is calling you to serve in new ways to um, our whole Roswell community. And if it is, let us know. I invite you to, to respond with your gifts. Whenever you give your gifts, you're offering your tithes to Chapel Roswell, you're giving to the campus. You're giving to the work that we represent. You're giving to our B-series and our worship services and our upcoming gatherings for live worship. And you're also giving to programs and missions. And so I invite you to use the ways on your screen to continue to be a part of this campus and this work. And I too invite you now to hear these words of sending forth. Go, meet diversity in the face. Go and meet diversity with new ears and go and be the face of God to all that you encounter. Go now in peace, amen.